Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. And it's time for another Monday FOMO report. (laughs) The fear of missing out is something that people definitely dislike. And so we are here to help in any way that we can here on the podcast. And this is our FOMO report for Monday, August 8th of 2022. And it basically gives you um, a a whole set of stories that that you may have missed and you have that fear of missing out and, and you want to make sure that you don't miss out on things. So we're here to oblige you. <laughs> and about a month ago or so, we started doing these and I have to tell you, I'm having a great time with them. I hope you are having a great time listening to them. <laughs> so let's start out t- today's FOMO report with Leftist Whoopi Goldberg, and she suggests God supports killing unborn babies. Now, I have to just stop here for one moment and say, I could probably do an entire podcast. I mean, like every day of the week, I could do an entire podcast on on what the view has to say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not really talking rocket scientists over there at ABC. So, um, so I, I, I definitely try to limit the number of things that I bring to you from what is being said on the view, but every once in a while, there are things that are said that you, you just, you just can't not comment on. So here's one of those. Whoopi Goldberg, a leftist co-host of ABC's The View, this is from the Daily Wire, says, argued on the show this week that God supports killing unborn babies via abortion. Hmm, (laughs) this ought to be good, right? Goldberg, who previously was suspended by the network for making an anti-Semitic remark about the Holocaust, argued Wednesday that abortion was okay because God gives people the, quote, freedom of choice, unquote. Quote, and as you know, God doesn't make mistakes. God made us smart enough to know when it was going to work for us, Goldberg said. That's the, that's the beauty of giving us freedom of choice. <laughs> Pro-life guest and former The View co-host Elizabeth Hasselbeck pushed back on Goldberg's remarks, repeating, repeatedly saying no. <laughs> no, I haven't seen this. But just reading this, I just it, it just makes you shake your head, doesn't it? And here's what here's what Goldberg said in in response. She said, "Yes, <laughs> because I know my relationship. I know my relationship is always choppy. It's always choppy with God, always, because I have a lot of questions." Goldberg said, "But I also know that God made me smart enough to know that if there are alternatives out there that can work for me." I will investigate them. But I also know God said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I will make, I will not make that decision for anybody. (laughs) Talking about, I I know I, I I usually, I save comments till, you know, the end here. I I can't do it. (laughs) I mean, talk about taking 
scripture out of context. <laughs> that, that is absolutely not what that scripture means. Now, Hasselbeck asks, what about the life in the womb? I would ask that too. You know, I will say this, she said, that life has a plan and a purpose designed by God. I don't believe there are any circumstances where we should give, and then she actually gets cut off here by Goldberg, who says, I love that you feel that way. It's great. <laughs> Listen, I don't even think that I can make a decision for you and your family that you are not smart enough to make for yourselves. And God knows my heart, and God knows most everybody's heart, most everybody's heart. And again, before we go, let me just point out, no one, no one at this table is not pro-life. <laughs> yeah, nobody at this table not is not pro-life, she says. I just want to make sure we all know that. Nobody is happy about going to get an abortion. It's not fun. Yeah, of course not. But that doesn't make you not pro-life. In fact, that's even what Hasselbeck responded with. She said, that's not pro-life. <laughs> it's a hard, hard decision. Life has a plan and a purpose, and there are agencies out there that will help you keep that baby alive. Now, I, again, I never really watched The View, right? I don't even know who this Hasselbeck gal is, but, you know, at least she's actually saying something that makes sense, right? Now, The View was forced to apologize last week to Turning Point USA after falsely claiming that neo-Nazis had been allowed into the previous week's Student Action Summit hosted by the organization. Last week, as the host wrapped up the, the first segment, they actually stopped uh, right before they went to commercial break and basically said, uh, on Monday, we talked about the fact that there were openly neo-Nazi demonstrators outside the Florida Student Action Summit of the Turning Point USA group. And this is uh, actually what Haynes of, of The View said. She said, we want to make clear these demonstrators gathered outside the event and that they were not invited or endorsed by Turning Point USA. Of course, the Turning Point USA spokesman said that, that the group 100% condemns those ideologies and said Turning Point USA security tried to remove the neo-Nazis from the area, but could not because they were on public property. So they had no right to. Now, th this whole thing just reminds me of, of the problem it's there, there's a phrase that says the problem with the world is that intelligent people people are full of doubts while stupid ones are full of confidence <laughs> it just i mean you could you could attach that quote to the view i think but 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 beyond that how can you say that god supports anything that you do because he gave you a brain and i mean, it's that's just ignorant to extreme you can't say because you have a brain that God's going to support everything you do, including abortion. That's just that's just craziness. And in fact, it reminds me of, of a scripture. And this, this comes from the NIV, and it says this. It says, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but consider considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. So what's that what does that mean? What that means is that there that when you're not a saved Christian, when when 
when you haven't asked God into your life and, and, and to forgive you of your sins and, and to devote your life to him and build on that relationship, there are things that you just don't understand and that you think are foolish. And that's what we see here, I think. I think that's a lot of what's going on. So let, let's move on. Uh, Chris, here here uh, is, is, a, um, is an article that I think really is... How should we say it is one of those things that almost a double-edged sword. Let's put it that way. Let, let me show you what I'm talking about. The Christian flag flew above Boston city halls hall briefly on Wednesday with supporters joining in the celebration and songs of praise. Hmm. That's interesting, right? The Christian flag, the flag raised uh, raising comes after a Supreme Court ruled in favor of the move earlier this year. Quote, I do not want to give the glory to God because God's hand, uh, or I want to, sorry, I want to give the glory uh, to God because God's hand was in this from the very beginning. This was a, actually a conservative activist, Harold uh, Shutleff. You know, um, he is the, uh, he's with the organization Camp Constitution, and it was involved with that case, that Supreme Court case. He said um, that, quote, we have a great constitution and a wonderful First Amendment, but just like when it comes to muscle, if you don't use it, then you get weak. And when I got the rejection email from the city and it said separation of church and state, I knew we had a case, he added. Now, him and other supporters celebrated the moment, um, but the city of Boston is actually working on a new policy now because of this that could soon give the local government more power in deciding what kind of flags fly above City Hall. The Boston Herald reported Tuesday that the city expects to propose a change in its flag policies following the Supreme Court case. CBS News Boston report, uh, reported that the proposal could push for more for, for any group that wants to fly a flag above City Hall will now need to either have a, a proclamation from the mayor or a resolution from the council. Uh, now the, the developments continue despite the, the Supreme Court's decision. It was a nine to nothing decision in May that ruled in favor of the Christian flag flying over Boston City Hall. Get this. It said, we conclude that on balance, Boston did not make the raising of flying of private groups flags a forum of government speech. That means, in turn, that Boston's refusal to let Sherleff and Camp Constitution raise their flag based on its religious viewpoint abridged their freedom of speech. That is what Stephen Breyer wrote in his court decision um, on this. Now, now th this, this is kind of an interesting deal because um, between 2005 and 2017, the city flew about 50 different flags for nearly 300 activities and celebrations. Previously approved flags included those from the communist governments, such as China and, and Cuba, and an LGBT-related pride flag. Uh, after the court's ruling, the sat Satanic Temple also made, a public, made public its official request in, in a post on Twitter as part of say, Satanic Appreciation Week in May. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Religious liberty is a bedrock principle in a, in a democracy, and a religious liberty is dependent upon government viewpoint neutrality. 
that actually is from this the the co-founder of the satanic temple there <laughs> and he made that statement in may i you know as much as it pains me to to say this i, I almost agree with him on that um he added when when public officials are allowed to uh, preference certain religious viewpoints over others we do not have religious liberty we have theocracy <laughs> so, i mean you know, I guess even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and again. But anyway, I, I mean, this was a nine to nothing decision on this. When was the last time the Supreme Court had a nine to nothing decision? I mean, this was a slam dunk. I mean, Boston uh, government was was trounced on this. <laughs> I mean, if you were a sports team, they'd be breaking you up. <laughs> it's just not, that was just terrible. I mean, there is literally no such thing as separation of church and state, and that's what they were trying to base this on. There's no such thing as, as separation of church and state in the Constitution. That that may open your eyes a little bit, but that's the case. That is, there's there's nothing. Go go get your copy of the Constitution. Go try to find it. There's nothing in there. It is not separation of church and state. What you will find in there is separation of state from the church. And what that means is that Christians and the church can have a say in state government or in government in general. Um, but uh, but the, the, the state government cannot come in and impose itself on the church, thus like you know setting up a, one particular denomination as the state church or that type of thing. Now, uh, just like prayer in school, and I, I said that this was kind of a double-edged sword. And that, what I meant by that is that just just like like prayer in school anything can be practiced when there is freedom of religion right so if the satanic flag i mean you, you may look at this article and go hey that's really cool you know that that we can fly the christian flag now on pub, you know public lands or or whatever above you know city hall right but that means that the satanic church can do that too <laughs> in their satanic appreciation day in May. I mean, it's it, 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 freedom of religion means freedom of all religions. And so, again, it's a two-edged sword, but it's obviously a lot better to have freedom of religion than when you have government ca- cracking down on, uh, you know, saying you can't have any kind of religion or just one or whatever. And so, yes, it is a, a good, good story. Now, the WNBA, Brittany Griner. I don't know if, if if you follow the WNBA NBA very much. Obviously, the NBA uh, subsidizes the WNBA a lot because nobody really watches the WNBA. But uh, they have a kind of a superstar type gal, and she was sentenced to nine years in Russian prison. The uh, Daily Wire reports that the WNBA star Brittany Greider was sentenced to nine years in Russian prison on Thursday. Rush, uh, Russian prosecutors had argued that Greiner, who was convicted of sneaking marijuana vaping materials into the country, should uh, should serve nine and a half years in prison. She's already served a half a year, or she's already served six months, and so they just added nine months onto that. I'm sorry, nine years onto that. The request came during closing arguments in a court outside Moscow and near nearly six months after the six foot nine inch WNBA star was nabbed at an airport with contraband. The U S has been trying to negotiate her release reportedly considering offers uh, offering a notorious Russian arms dealer imprisoned here as a trade. Wow. Griner had already acknowledged having vape uh, cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage in a 
guilty plea last month, but Russia judge uh, judges nonetheless have a wide discretion in meting out sentences. Uh, she faced up to 10 years and prosecutors sought most of that. And of course, that's what she got. Now, I would say that, that Brittany Griner's actively, um, her, her refusal to participate during the playing of the U.S. National Anthem before games here in the U.S. And, and even, she, she even demanded that the anthem and the flag ceremony that we always do before all of our, I mean, even at high school or wherever, we, we, we have the National Anthem played. And, and the flag is, 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 uh, displayed. Well, she encouraged that, uh, that, and, and really demanded that those things be taken away, that, that we not have the anthem and the flag ceremony. She, and, and she didn't want the WNBA doing any of that. And, you know, I wonder what it feels like now with her you know, begging this very nation that she hates to, to come to her rescue. I mean, she has, she has shown disdain for this country and now she's in a Russian prison and she's asking for our help as a country because, Ooh, she's in prison, right? (laughs) She doesn't have freedom there. I mean, she wore a black lives matter warm-up shirt oftentimes, you know, before a game. And, you know, Black Lives Matter is a group that, that was run by, by trained Marxists. <clears throat> and now she is in a Marxist jail herself. And there's, there's a bit of irony here, if, if you hadn't noticed. LeBron James says, he said this, he said, now, uh, now how could she feel like America has her back? I would feel like, do I even want to go back? to America. She's trying, he's trying to, you know, come to her side, but, but this is exactly why LeBron James just needs to shut up and play ball. (laughs) I mean, some of these guys, they, they think they have this platform and they think that they need to say things that are outside their lane. I would say, stay in your lane, LeBron, because He's, you're not making a lot of sense. I mean, I, I can't imagine her wanting to stay in Russia. And, and, and she's saying, well, it's, it, I want to stay in Russia because America won't trade for me, you know, with some arms dealer who is responsible for the death of so many people and, and they, they won't trade me out. So I, I don't feel supported by the U S I'm going to stay here in Russia. It just makes no sense. Right. Yeah. Anyway, box of rocks come to mind. But anyway, let's go on. Uh, We have scientists and they discover a potential advancement for organ transplants, reversing cardiac arrest. Now that kind of caught my attention. And I don't know if, you know, I hadn't seen it anywhere else. Daily Wire came up with it and it said that researchers at Yale University are challenging the idea of irreparable cardiac death irreversible, sorry, cardiac death after new technology tested on pigs restored some of the animal's heart and brain cells an hour after dying. Yes, a whole hour after dying. Nature, a scientific journal, uh, reported Wednesday that a team of scientists revived some circulation and cellular activity in the pig's 
vital organs by using a life-supporting type of system uh, the group developed called Organ X, which basically stems, um, it streams a mixture of pig blood and 13 components into a pig's cardiovascular system and oxygenizes its tissue. Now, the experimental system involved uh, evolved from technology developed in 2019 that delivered artificial blood to a pig's brain called Brain X. Now, I don't know if you remember that. I, I, I do remember uh, some of, of what they did here. Um, and it, it's eventually kind of kept evolving over time here. And about three years later, we have we have some more stuff that's happening here. Now, it says, we made cells do something they weren't able to do. This is a neo-scientist and, and a team member at Yale University told Science, uh, the Science Journal. Says, we're not saying it's clinical re clinically relevant, but it's moving in the right direction. <laughs> it says, while scientists kept the animals um, heavily sedated and, and hooked up to ventilators be before and after dying from the cardiac arrest, they observed the, that the liver and the kidneys of the pig showed some functionality. The study also noted an electrical activity and, and uh, contractions in the this heart cells, which occurred. Uh, all cells do not die immediately. And this is actually from a co-lead author of the study. And, and they said that there is a more um, protracted series of events. So in other words... When, when you have a cardiac arrest, it's not, it's not just like, okay, whoop, you're, you're cut off, and, and as soon as your heart stops, everything's dead. Uh, it's kind of a, a process of things, of things shutting down. Uh, in fact, he says, it is a process in which you can intervene, stop, and restore some cellular function, is what he's saying. So during the six-hour experiment, the, the dead pigs began moving their head, neck, and torso involuntarily, which... Uh, surprise researchers, actually, who said that the spinal cord may have controlled those motor functions. They said, quote, we can say that animals were not conscious during these moments, so don't worry about that. We don't have enough information to speculate why they move, though. And if you can gain some function in a dead pig brain, you can do it with other organs, too, he said. Now, although the researchers have only just begun the experimental phase, the cellular um, restoration could potentially be, you know, a, a uh, something that could be replicated in, in humans, extending the lives of people who suffer from stroke or a heart attack. The technology may even expand organ transplant uh, availability. There are numerous potential applications of this uh, exciting new technology, said Stephen Latham, who is the director of the Yale um, Center for, for Bioethics. He, he told uh, the university that, uh, however, we need to maintain careful oversight of all future studies, particularly any that include uh, perfusion of the brain. Um, Brent, uh, Brendan uh, Parent, an and, and assistant professor of bioethics at the New York University uh, Grossman School of Medicine said that his eyes went wide after reading about the new research. He said, quote, my brain went to all the crazy places we could go in 20 or 30 years. <laughs> now, I will say this, that 
that we see all these really cool things happening in in medicine and medical research uh, here in this country. Um, we have seen some some really awesome things uh, that that have been developed over you know the last few years. Uh, we've seen some things that that are, are helping people. Uh, have better life uh, with less pain and and longer lives and and just a lot a lot of things that that the medical research field has has done. What is interesting though to me in this is that we we have leftists in this country that want socialized medicine, and so they will tell you, well, we don't have a very good system of of medicine in in this country that. You know, we, we have this or that, or we don't have this or that or whatever. And yet, what do you see most oftentimes? You see how we have, we are the ones in this country that are doing, making all these different breakthroughs. Our medical system, there there's, it's, it's the best in the world. Is it, is it perfect? No, but it's the best in the world. And to say that we need to change all that is just seems to be, a really bad idea. And yes, I mean, we, we have some things we need to work on with it. And yes, the medical industry has definitely changed in some ways and they're, and, and they're losing credibility in many ways, but, but we still see some really good research that's happening. So anyway, it, it, there, there's, it, it's a complicated issue, but we're seeing some really neat things happen. And if this type of thing can go forward and we can start to see where we can help people that have had a heart attack or, or strokes uh, live longer and not die immediately from that. Well, you know what? That would be awesome, right? All right. So we, we're going to end here with uh, the last story. And this has to do with spam. <laughs> yes, it has to do with spam. Is, you know, this is from foxnews.com. It says the New York City Dwayne Reed location. I guess Dwayne Reed, I guess, is a, is a group of story, stores. Uh, we have um, like Kruger owns um, a, a group of stores in this area called Fred Meyer. Um, so I guess it's, it's something like that. It's called Dwayne Reed. And if you're in that location, you, you already know that, right? Um, and they, they said that New York City... Dwayne Reed location uh, locked up Starkist tuna and spam in their stores. <laughs> yeah. It says the one, two punch of inflation and rising crime has caused at least one New York city store to lock up its inventory of spam in plastic cases. <laughs> says shoppers, store employees, and social media users expressed disbelief after discovering the $3.99 canned meat product out of reach behind lock and key at a Duane Reed inside New York City's Port Authority bus depot. In uh, And this is what the New York Post reported. It says, I've seen that before. One cashier laughed while removing the spam from, the, from its plastic anti-theft covering. <laughs> the, some of these things... Are pretty ridiculous," said Jenny Kenny. She's a 43-year-old visiting um, town from from Kentucky who says that she was aware of the crime spike in the city, but still couldn't believe that there were so many items in boxes. <laughs> Other shoppers wondered why spam, along with a dollar eighty-nine can of Starkist tuna, were locked up while 
more expensive products like $5.49 cans of Amy's soup or not. <laughs> I, get, I don't know what that says about Amy's soup, but <laughs> to, to put spam in a cage is stupid <laughs> and kind of insulting to the customers that would buy it. <laughs> this is what Dennis Snow, he's a, he's a shopper. He's a 46 year old shopper said, he said crime in New York city is, uh, is up this year. Uh, in six of the seven major categories, and the New York Post reported that plenty um, uh, of complaints uh, about larceny are up 52%. Um, I Quote, I don't think they stop anything, a store clerk named Iggy <laughs> said about the anti-theft ca- cases. It's security theater. If you really need it, you would stomp on it and <laughs> break the case. <laughs> Just a few days ago, Iggy's um, suspension appeared to be well-founded when a man in a black tank top bolted out of the store with a $38 electric razor after asking an employee to remove it from the plastic case. So, so he asked about it. He has to have it removed from the case, took it, and then just bolted out of the store. <laughs> Spam can still be found in many locations uh, in New York City without a plastic case covering, including Dwayne Reed locations near Times Square. Here, we lock up ice cream, an employee at the West 47th Street, Dwayne Reed said. (laughs) Well, at least the West 44th Street store has better priorities. They're locking up their ice cream (laughs) instead of Spam. You know that liberal policies are failing when stores have to lock up their spam, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is really an accumulation of inflation, the homelessness problem that they have failed to, to do anything about, defunding police, progressive DAs. I mean, all of this stuff is coming together and now we have to lock up our spam. <laughs> it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, and, and you know, let's, if you if you see anything like this, I would love to hear and see what what they're locking up in your area. Uh, you can always get a hold of us at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.